Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. of rugby league action didn't get the cowboys win that i'd hoped for best bet of the week didn't quite go as planned but nonetheless uh rainy weather just about everywhere uh, especially in queensland up here we don't often cop it but we certainly did over the weekend drizzly miserable where would you rather be but sat in front of the couch watching super saturday super sunday whatever it might have been uh super saturday for me a couple of beers a couple of bets uh promised the Better half that I'd make it up to her and watch some uh, romantic movie after the Rabbitohs Raiders game finished. I reckon I probably made it about two minutes into it before passing out asleep on that lounge. Uh, woke up alone three hours later. As you would, she wasn't impressed, but I, I was. Footy was good. Supercoach was pretty all right as well. Uh, the big one, though, Ryan Madison, um, new owner. I'm putting my hand up. I ruined him. I wrecked him for everyone who's held on to him all year. Uh, he's had two weeks of, well, he missed last week and he got seven or sorry, eight. He did get a big fat one point upgrade overnight. So Ryan Madison, eight points, absolutely killer way to start the week for a lot of super coaches, but uh, more than made up for it this week with a, a couple of other big scores that I had. Uh, so luckily sat on a 1240 at the moment, which is pretty handy looking around. Uh, just a quick little around the grounds at some of the leagues that I'm in. Um, 1,200 looks pretty good. So there's a lot of 1,100s. Obviously, a lot of Maddo owners in that group there. So if you finished above 1,200, and this is all pending updates, could be some massive ones tomorrow, we never know. Uh, if you finished in sort of mid-1200s, you're doing fantastically. And 1,300 plus, uh, there's a fair few or a few sprinkled around here and there. So, uh, in fact, Wenon, who is my one losing head-to-head out of the 10 leagues I'm in so far this week. So the only one I'm losing to is Wenon, of course it is. Uh, he's hit a 1,300. I think that'll take him from about... Ooh, 30 odd thousandth to 28 thousandth. So well done, Wenon. You were due one. So here you go, champion. Uh, that's probably it for around the grounds. Let's talk quickly though about Kirkup. Nick Kirkup, we've been riding that wave with him. He was sixth. He dropped back to 17th last week. Unfortunately, he might fall a little bit again this week. He had it about 11.20. Uh, unfortunately, some of his pod plays just not coming off. Uh, obviously, a Maddo owner there. Uh, he did play Billy Walters, so trying to double up and chase a bit of last week's points haven't quite worked out for him there. Uh, but who knows? He's that far up that maybe a bad week like this won't drop him too far along the chain. But uh, it's a long way to go. We're still riding that way with you, buddy. Let's go through Rocker, Flopper, Shocker and the trade fail of the week. 
Rocco, well, there's a fair few that put their hand up here, but for mine, it's Zach Lomax in his 123-point effort, his first ton of the year, and he was pretty phenomenal against that uh, Sharky's defensive line. Uh, looked like he was scoring at will out there or breaking tackles at will, uh, kicked goals from everywhere. He just had it all on Saturday night. So, yeah, massive score to finish for him, trying to try assist there. And interestingly, he looked like he was done halfway through that second half, picked up some sort of uh, knock, didn't look good at all, and then next minute he strolled across the line to score. So it was one of those days out for Lomax owners there. Got very lucky with him. Uh, Could have, yeah, as I said, picked up that knock and, and, you know, luckily played on. But uh, 123, banking that every day of the week. So what a fantastic little hold he's been uh, since that post-COVID break, well done, Lomax. Uh, Honourable mention, we'll get to him, but uh, just about anyone in that Melbourne Storm lineup. Flopper of the week. Uh, there's a couple that could have won this one here. Uh, obviously, Ryan Madison's the easy one, eight points, injury affected, uh, and all of that. But the flopper of the week has to go to James Tedesco, the teddy, the unicorn. It did not happen this week. He downgraded from about 60-odd. He was 63 or something to 53 post-updates. And this is final, so I, I don't think this is going – they're not going to reverse this one. Uh, he lost a line rake assist. I think he threw a, a cutout ball to, to either James or Beamos. I can never tell who's who. And uh, they looked to have broken the line. Could have gone either way. But taken it off him. I'm sure non-Teddy owners everywhere are rejoicing because he's, yeah, his lowest score since round one. So not often a, a score like 53 makes it into the flopper of the week. But, geez, given Teddy's pedigree and the fact he was playing the Warriors of all teams, Arvo game, Central Coast, could have been a carve-up wasn't well done warriors who've held him to his lowest score in geez a long long time teddy 53 flopper of the week and of course anthony milford 30 we'll get to him uh, he might as well just call this the milford of the week shocker of the week the guy that just came out of nowhere and putting this one together it's i've heard the term it's thrown around everywhere on instagram even on the uh Fox League just before big man season and certainly is. Look at some of these names in here. I don't know who to give it to. Maybe I'll go for my old boy. Uh, Aiden Tolman, 111 points before updates with a rare try. And I'm talking rare. 2017 was his last time he crossed the stripe. So well done, Aiden Tolman. Uh, 2015 was actually the last time he got a line break. So he is really writing back a lot of records there. On the charge, Aiden Tolman got his side the win. I reckon he wins Shocker of the Week for mine. But a couple of these other names in here, speaking of big boys, Frank Molo for the Cows, 96 with a try. Tino Fasuo Malawi, 110 with a try. Aaron Woods, 88 with a try. Uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard, 106 with a try. Probably unfair to put him at Shocker of the Week because RCG has gone pretty handily over the last couple of weeks. Uh, pretty good pod play for your prop forward rotation there. But some of those names in there are, yeah, well, we, uh, the week for the big men for sure. Well done to those guys. And trade fail of the week. Well, speaking of Re- Regan Campbell Gillard, RCG, one person had the foresight to trade him out this week before that 106, that amazing runaway try that he scored. Uh, traded him all the way down to Albert Vette of the uh, Melbourne Storm. So 186K, he's played uh, 13 minutes this season and uh, suited up again for a, a nice 30-odd points. But the guy's not dual, he's uh, front row only, and he has AE Nightmare written all over him. So I guess you made a bit of cash getting rid of Campbell Gillard on the up, but, uh, oh, boy, you would not have liked watching that runaway try. Albert Vetter, I don't think you'll be doing that. But, uh, yeah, 
Very interesting trade, that one there. Let's go through some injuries and suspensions. Uh, starting with the injuries, horrible news out for the Knights today. They lost basically their two hookers in one game. Andrew McCullough tore his hamstring off the bone. He's gone for the year. And Connor Watson, uh, yeah, very innocuous-looking incident, just tried to step off the ankle and has torn his Achilles tendon. Uh, that looks like being a season ender as well for him. So they're absolutely, it's a, a hooker curse down there at the moment. I don't know who they're going to get suiting up for them in that role. Kurt Mann shifted their mid-game uh, pretty handy, but, um, yeah, it means 5'8th role now. Does he move there or do they get someone like, I think it was a Phoenix Crossland, a couple of the other young hookers there for the night, suddenly going to have to step up and, and fill a pretty big role in that side. So interesting times ahead for them. For the Raiders, CNK had an ugly dislocated finger compound dislocation. I think NRL Physio tried to explain it. Uh, it's basically where the bone comes out of the skin uh, through the dislocation. It sounds disgusting. It is two weeks on the sideline for him. Jesse Ramian and Chad Townsend didn't see the game out for the Sharks. Hamstring for Ramian and a calf strain for Townsend. So with Matt Moylan, Andrew Fafita uh, coming back over the next couple of weeks, Britton Nakora coming back for them as well. They've got the Cavalry returning, but they're, yeah, a couple of handy players for them. Uh, getting sidelined there. Not sure Not sure how long for TBCs on those guys. Uh, during the week, we had a couple go down. Billy Kickow would have loved a day out against the Titans today. Didn't see this game. He was a scratching. Boyd Cordner as well and Jordan McLean. Uh, some pretty big names there getting rubbed out midweek. Interested to see where they sit. I think Kickow still, I think he was a week to three weeks. And McLean, yeah, just touch and go. Cordner, I think, will be back next week. Uh, but, yeah, not good news for Kickow owners there who would have held him for this particular game, nonetheless. Joel Thompson, ankle strain, could have played out the game against the Cowboys but uh, left the field, replaced by... I don't even know how to describe the haircut on him, but Jack Gazewski uh, filled in his spot in the second row there to see the game out. Didn't play the best game and uh, got held up over the line. So, yeah, not uh, super coach relevant there, but Joel Thompson should be fine for this coming week. Uh, didn't see much out of the Titans and Panthers game just yet. I think everyone made it through that one unscathed, but uh, as always, Monday will be the best guide for that. Some of the HIAs, guys that didn't return, the fair few on this list here. Obviously, the big one at the top, Ryan Madison, uh, 15 minutes of game time before he staggered off the field. Horrible news for him. Uh, even more horrible, poor Michael Cheekham, one of the worst ones I've seen in quite some time, uh, convulsing on the ground, had a seizure on field, had to be rushed to hospital. Thankfully, is all good. Given the all clear, uh, I'm not sure he probably won't be back uh, for the next couple of weeks. It did look like a horrible one. And, I mean, Ryan Madison as well, back on him, he had that horrible run, was it last year, the year before, where he got hit in the head by a football. I think it was Magic Round last year. Hit in the head by the football and didn't see another game for about six or seven weeks or something like that. So has got history with this kind of thing. It would be a shame to see him miss any extended game time. But, uh, yeah, it's always touch and go with these sort of guys given their history. So wait and see what Team List Tuesday throws up. Some of the other guys here that didn't make it through, Adam Clune for the Dragons, Trent Merritt as well for the Dragons, Adam Dewey as well for the Tigers on that Thursday night game. Jeez, they were down to, uh, was it 14 on the bench on the uh, in the healthy unit for that game. Interesting uh, time ahead. Cam Munster got an early shower. I believe it was an HIA, just precautionary. Picked up a knock there. Missed out probably, I think, two or three of the Storm's tries. Would have been nice to have him out there, but uh, Cam came off about 15, 20 minutes early. And Alex Johnson, AJ, got an early 
shower as well, copped a nasty one fielding a kick against the Raiders, so he didn't make it back on the field. He was replaced very handily by Corey Allen. Well done, Corey. He got 60, I think, as we'll get to later on. Some of the suspensions, so nothing coming out of Saturday's games, which is a, a rare one, but uh, some coming from Friday. Josh McGuire, uh, one week with a crusher tackle. Uh, got a bit of form there, old Moose. So he looks like he was on the up as well, playing a lot of big minutes and scoring a fair bit of super coach points. Had a little bit of interest about him, but, um, yeah, he's a bit like the TPJs. He's got this massive uh, – <laughs> oh, he's just a suspension risk. He – does a lot of grubby things. He was getting very frustrated on Friday night and unfortunately just, yeah, got to him. Saw the red mist and he looks like he's going to see a week out. And from Thursday night's game, Russell Packer, well, yet another one of these, yeah, penalty magnets, one week with a crusher tackle. So a couple of great humans in that uh, suspension list. Haven't seen anything coming out of today's games, the two games there, but uh, didn't see much. So hopefully there's no uh, suspensions to talk about. Alrighty, let's have a quick break and then we'll come back to do Around the Grounds, going through the eight games of the week, some of the good and bad. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alrighty, back on deck to run around the eight games that were. Eels getting the job done over the Tigers in a very controversial game, very spiteful affair here. Uh, let's go through some of the good. Regan Campbell-Gillard, as we mentioned, 106 off the top of the pod. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know, I saw some space and managed to make it all the way through to the line. He was running on a treadmill, but uh, got there. This kicks on from a run of 91, 64, 77, and 82 leading up to this game. So, it, it, the, yeah, probably not fair to put him in that shocker category because he's been delivering. Uh, despite the try, would have still hit, you know, 80-odd in, in base, and that's fantastic for a, a prop forward. And, uh, yeah, definitely one on the up. He's about 530-odd K. But uh, fantastic base, getting a lot of minutes at the moment in that uh, Parramatta pack. His uh, Ford's teammate there, Sean Lane, got a try and an assist. Been very quiet all year, so uh, good to see him on the score sheet. But, uh, yeah, you'd like to think well, Ryan Madison, when he's back on the field, will be uh, yeah, taking some of those points away as they shift down his edge. But uh, Sean Lane is biggest game for a while. For the Tigers, uh, Harry Grant was pretty handy out there, 80 minutes for 83 points. Had an early try assist. Um, but, yeah, just basically tackled himself to a standstill. Unfortunately, zapped him of a bit of energy uh, in the back end of the game there. But 83 Gs, he's just going from strength to strength, this kid. Gutho Sivo, 77 and 76. So a very popular combination there. Maybe not so Gutho, given he's uh, probably 
peaked in price and there's a fair few uh, good fullbacks you want to get your hands on in the back end of this year. But, uh, yeah, 77 for him, three assists, uh, a couple of those to Mike Acevo who celebrated in style there, cracking a coconut open, I think. Great to see 5K for the Mena League every time these celebrations are, are coming, which they are thick and fast. So Acevo scored an early try. thought he was going to go very, very large here. Uh, did finish, yeah, with a couple of tries there. The 76, probably not huge as you would have hoped, but, uh, yeah, just to get out there after last week, copping that knee, knee knock, it was a, a good sign for him. So his uh, winging counterpart, David Norfoluma, early try as well for 70 points. If you owned both Sivo and Nofo, you were thinking this could be a twin ton affair or something like that here. Uh, Nofo was relatively well contained after that, though. A uh, couple of breaks, as he normally does, but, uh, yeah, and, and still around 18 hit-ups. So he did have his opportunities, but heels were pretty good on him for most of the night. Uh, I've got him in the good here, but Lucy Lagluer. Uh, scored the first try, barging over. So that's what, bang, 30 points. But only finished the game 69, uh, Lil. 80 minutes as well for him. So could have been anything again. He got, a, what was it, 120, 130 last week against the Broncos with two tries. But very quiet after this one here. Just shows he's, uh, yeah, when he's scoring tries, it's, it's great. But uh, without him, he just gets yeah, a little uninvolved. Not a lot of base to back it up there. So you're banking these scores, but uh, you've got to look, keep one eye on the trade-out column for him. Uh, Tommy Talao, very much a junk time try for him, bleeding all over the shop, but uh, scored very late, 55 points. You're taking that straight to the bank. Some of the bad here, Blake Ferguson, the bloke cannot get a try. One of the most uh, ridiculous put-downs you'll ever see in your life. Did a full splits midair, um, incredible athleticism. And bloody Andrew Davey knocked it on in the lead-up. So <laughs> the poor bloke hasn't crossed all year, and, geez, if he can't get it down there... When's he going to do it? And, of course, Ryan Madison, eight points. Uh, onwards and upwards, hopefully he's named and back on deck this week. Friday's first game, Cowboys getting, well, not towed up, but getting done by Manly, 24-12. to 12. Uh, Another one where we put in a bit of a fight but just gave up too many soft tries. Uh, a couple of those there were pretty embarrassing. Uh, not through lack of effort, I think just through lack of confidence in the defensive line there. So a tough one there. He spilled a couple of balls over the line as well. Just could have won it. Could have won last week as well. Could have won this one, but uh, just the class not there this year, unfortunately. Some of the good here for Supercoach, Jason Tamalola, 79, biggest scorer in a month. So he's been a bit quiet. He hasn't looked the same since he's come back from that knee bruise, and we've said it a lot. Uh, not offloading, not really busting that many tackles, and uh, yeah, just looking a bit ragged. I don't know if he needs a little bit of a spell or what it might be. He got 72 minutes here, but uh, just doesn't look as effective as he once did. But everyone's got him, and yeah, Ebank at 79. I wouldn't be looking to trade him out, given all the injuries uh, around him at the moment. Uh, for Manly, Kate Custer, 104, carved up with a try and assist. He could have been in the Shockers as well. Not sure how long he'll get there, but well done, Kate. Uh, Josh McGuire, big again at 79 from 52 minutes. So. A little less time on the park. Uh, unfortunately, he was there to uh, do the crush tackle that's going to get him suspended for a week. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, undoes all the good work he's been building up so far this year. Uh, a couple of the manly props. Not, uh, I mean, I've got him in the good column here, but AFB back with a 69, well, and Marty Tapao 62. So both were good. Uh, Tapao looked rather dangerous, but still only got 45-odd minutes. So... Unfortunately, now that AFB's back, that's going to be where he sits in the rotation. I think he was around 50 minutes when AFB was out anyway, so he's he's got the minutes. Every coach that he seems to have plays him that long. So unfortunately, we're always looking for the upside with him when we see a few injuries and that kind of thing, but it just never happens. But uh, yeah, definitely looking in decent enough form. 
51 minutes for AFB on his return. I don't know why Anna didn't just keep him out one more week with the whole flu jab thing, but uh, oh well, Broncos fan, obviously. And Hamizo, the hammer time, um, 43 points, but that run out of the back end, out of his in goal to uh, break away down the field, was uh, Matty Bowen-esque, said it on Twitter, just took me back to 2005 when league was great. And uh, yeah, just 19 or 18 years old he is. He's got a long career ahead of him and that sort of stuff there. We have not seen. Uh, it's basically tip of the iceberg stuff. Uh, he just looks like he's capable of so much more on some of these runs he's going on. Unfortunately for Supercoach, it's uh, few and far between in terms of attacking points. But, uh, yeah, from a Cowboys fan perspective, more than enough, more than happy to see that. Interested to see what they do with Valentine when he gets back on the park, if he does this year. Some of the bad for Manly in this game. Uh, DCE, 41 with a try. Uh, contentious one there. He did look like he uh, took a long time to get it down. But uh, I guess we got – or they got a dodgy one, took off them uh, in the first half. So they were due uh, – Reasonably handy one for them here. DC 41. So didn't set up a try, didn't do much else outside of that. Busted three tackles and threw an offload. But uh, yeah, you would have thought this game had him all over, but it was K Cuss 104 outpointing him by a fair margin. So fortunately, Pod DC didn't quite uh, yeah go too large here. That's probably it for the bad. Let's move on to, well, another bad one for the Broncos. Going down 46 to 8 to the storm, but they looked pretty good. I've got to give it to them. They held their own in that first half, probably scared the storm more than anything. It was a, a wet old game. Storm couldn't hang on to it, but the Broncos turned up in defense. Uh, unlucky not to get an early try through Herbie Farnworth. He made up for it uh, five or 10 minutes after that. But uh, yeah, definitely, you just knew, you felt like the storm would pull away. But uh, Broncos, for the first 40 anyway, it looked like a team that weren't in the sort of trouble that they are, but unfortunately couldn't close the game out. Um, the good here, we could go on for hours, but let's run through them. Ryan Pappenhausen, 122. Hasn't he been a fantastic hold? And people are trading him out this week. Crazy, crazy stuff. 122, uh, set up a try, a couple of a couple of his own. Like he just, he was all over the park in that second half. Fantastic game from him. Cam Smith, 110. He's just winding back the clock. He's just, yeah. There's no words. He's, I know he's got his haters out there, and I don't particularly like some of the stuff he does on the field. But you got to give it to the guy. He's 400 years old and still just a step ahead of of guys half his age out there, literally half his age out there. It's it's just incredible what he can do. Um, he definitely won the hooking ranks this week. I was talking about Damien Cook being a more of a a play over him, and it'll be it remains to be seen what happens at the back end of the year. Whether CS Nine cops a spell, he's played eighty minutes every single game, so he's more than due. But uh, for now, he's just involved so heavily out there. And when the Storm rack up a score and he's goal kicking, he's always going to go large. Tino Fasul Malawi, we mentioned him scoring a try, scoring two of them, in fact, 110 points. Fantastic looking on my non-playing reserves, but I'm absolutely taking that cash rise any day of the week. Um, decent minutes from him, around 40 to 50. Uh, very handy time on the park. Haven't the Titans got a good forward pack there come next year? Didn't mention David Fiedler, but I guess we can get into the bad for the Bronx in a bit. Jerome Hughes, 93. Uh, very, very easy try in that, um, that second half. Just... Oh, first half, just strolled through some pretty ordinary defence. I think it was Jamil Hopawati just hung an arm out. And Hughes went straight through, scored another in the second half. Kbron, Wilf's pick of the week. He potted up this time. He went Kbron with the upside against the Bronx here and delivered 86 points. Uh, scored a try there, fed the ball from Cam Munster, 77. So we mentioned Munster went off the park about 20 minutes early, uh, early shower. Might have been a head knock. 
Um, so yeah, sat on the sideline just as the storm started to really click into gear. So uh, we saw uh, Paul Momorowski come out and throw one of the worst passes you've ever seen in your life for a try to Josh Adokar. Um, yeah, just looked like it would, uh, he barely hung on to it. But uh, yeah, you can just imagine what Munster would have done if he was out there. So you're going to take 77 uh, any day of the week. But um, yeah, if he had a stayed out for the 80, that was 100 plus for sure. Adokar, we mentioned the Fox, two tries for him, including the opener, uh, scrambling through to dot the ball down off a, a Milford knock on standard. Uh, other good here, Haas and Carrigan, I've said they were okay with 64 and 60. Uh, respectively, sorry, 64 for Carrigan and 60 for Haas. Um, interestingly enough, though, Haas, 80 minutes. Uh, obviously, a lot of that is spent standing behind your try line watching the balls go over your head. But, um, yeah, not a great return from Haas and just started to look frustrating. So I thought it might have spurred him into a, you know, going back to his early early days, the bus, the offloads and all that. But, um, yeah, just, just getting a, a bit of the red mist about him. And Carrigan does his job out there, 67-odd minutes from him this week. Uh, more than happy to keep him locked into that second row rotation for the time being. Some of the bad here, uh, just like the Storm, we'll go through them. They're all Broncos. Uh, Milford, 30, with a very dubious try assist. Um, yep, whatever. Tony Staggs, 34, was goal-kicking again, but a little inconspicuous out there. Tough to get much going. Kicked a couple of goals. Xavier Coates, 13. Ugh, this is ugly. He has not set the world on fire. He had a very good opening game against Manly. He just looked dangerous every touch of the ball, and you'd think they'd bomb to him every every day of the week. But, um, yeah, ever since then, he's had that one big game against the Warriors outside of that, not much doing there. Uh, just one out of his seven hit-ups was over eight metres. So I reckon every time he touched the ball, he was basically feeling a – very nice, you know, Munster or Hughes or Smith kick deep into his corner and just coming out and getting belted. So the poor kid, yeah, no quality ball in space, anything like that. Uh, he's going to get 13 with that kind of game. Unlucky for us owners, but uh, definitely want to be moving on in the coming weeks. And TPJ, uh, Nick unfortunately copped this guy as well, and he's, uh, he's been a very handy pod for him over the last couple of weeks, but you just saw he does a lot of dumb stuff. He's, he's very much a, a uh, high ceiling, very low, low floor sometimes, this guy. Uh, he's not going to be suspended for it, but kicked away at a ball off a 40-20. Uh, absolutely no need for it. They placed the ball down, ready to play on. TPJ's running back to his line, just decides he'll boot the ball away to buy himself some more time. Uh, all it did was buy him 10 minutes on the sideline, so went from what could have been you know 60-odd to a 38 um, very, very ordinary from him. Ordinary score as well. Um, yeah, horrible stuff. Warriors, let's go to them. Warriors just got da- downed by the Roosters in a very surprisingly close game. This one could have gone either way. Roosters were shell-shocked and still didn't really kick into gear the entire game. So luckily enough to get away with the win. But the Warriors definitely held their own. Great to see for them. Some of the good, Eli Katoa with a try, 86. So a quiet game last week against the Sharks. They had a horrible day out all over the park. So you can understand sometimes the young kids won't go large, but to score a try against that uh, that Roosters side is no mean feat. So 86, how good if you've held on to him. Torhu Harris, speaking being good to hold on to, I've still got him and very base heavy 76. Plenty of time in the middle and even got one of those held up in goals. Uh, miracle try saver on uh, Tupanua in the first half there. So well done, Torhu. Spent a bit of time on the edge to start the game. Obviously, Jazz Tavanga coming back is starting lock now. When Tavanga went off the field, Torhu stayed in the middle of the park, which yeah, made made sure that he got a fair bit in that base stat column, which was good to see last week. Hopefully just an aberration, but um, yeah, still a bit of a watch for me. 
definitely taking that this week, but uh, we'll just see where Tavanga sits in this rotation going forward. But uh, well done, Torhu. Joey Manu, 75 with the try. It's his biggest score at centre all year. Of course, he had a, a 94 against the Dragons at fullback, but for once, finally kicking off with a uh, handy score here. I think Benny G has him. And speaking of Benny G, actually, I forgot to mention this on the top of the pod, one of the luckiest or arsiest, whatever you want to call it, uh, plays of the year. The guy traded in, I think he has, he's had Maddo for a while. He's mucked around with his trades on the Thursday night heading up to lockout. Uh, it's always a recipe for disaster there. In his case, it managed to move Ryan Madison onto his non-playing reserves somehow. So he dodged the eight-point game from Maddo. Uh, ended up playing Jake Avarillo over him in the end, which uh, worked out okay. But, uh, yeah, Benny G, fantastic work champion. Uh, he also had Joey Manu, as we said, finally gone large for him. Well done. Uh, some of the bad here, we mentioned flopper of the week, James Tedesco. Couldn't get much going, even though he had the 25 runs, nine busts. Um, Warriors just kept holding their line. So Roosters couldn't crack him. Uh, well done to them. But, yeah, Teddy, a very rare miss for him. Uh, obviously, very highly traded in over the last couple of weeks. So a lot of people breaking him. What are you doing? Orbegaard. Mitch Orbison, okay. He had uh, a 46 in 80 minutes, which at his price tag you'll take. Uh, but, yeah, could be uh, could have been more if the, the Roosters had it clicked here. But uh, you'll take that from any new Orbo owners. And Jazz, he was okay, I guess, with 52 from 50 minutes. Uh, expected a little bit more. Obviously, is that just, uh, yeah, he's a wrecking ball out there. He just loves getting the work done, busting tackles, offloading. He was all right, 52 from 50 minutes. He's building. Hopefully he just uh, steers clear of Torhu's base for a little while longer. Saturday night, 5.30, Sharks getting the job done over the Dragons, 28 to 24. Controversial one, this one. Uh, Jack Williams owners out there would have been cheering when that try got given. That uh, uh, Dufty definitely grounded, but uh, swings and roundabouts. Sometimes you get these sort of dodgy calls, the bunkers, uh, been demoted for it, the guys that were responsible for it. It was a it was a bad call. It shouldn't have made it. Um, but yeah, you'll get those throughout the year. Unfortunately, it was the uh, the Dragons' turn this time around. Let's go through some of the good here. Zach Lomax, 123. You mentioned it. Rocker of the week. Fantastic. Um, again, he, he looked like he copped a knock, was on about 50-odd. He thought his night was over. And the next minute, he's uh, popping up to stroll over the line uh, down the other end. It was uh, it was a great sight to see and definitely kicked on, kicking goals, all of that. He just looks a safe play every week. Some of his matchups as well, they haven't been against um, dud teams. He's had the Roosters. He's had the Raiders. Um, I think he's had the Manly in there. I mean, the Dragons here, uh, sorry, the Sharks here, uh, turned a corner, you'd think, as well. So, I mean, they're not the worst opposition either. So wouldn't say completely matchup proof but, geez, he's been uh, scoring a fair bit. And even when he doesn't, earlier in the year, he was knocking around 40s and 50s, especially with that goal kicking. He's a very safe play. Uh, yeah, I'd say a down week is due for him, but for now, you're absolutely banking these sort of scores. Great stuff. Uh, first time of the year as well. SJ, 96, was on about 80 at halftime, so it could have been anything for this one, but did slow up a little bit. Had the ball on a string, three forced dropouts, a try of his own, setting up a couple, one for Katoa as well in the corner. Fortunately, lost six points in errors, which, uh, yeah, he, he can do. He doesn't run the ball a lot, and, uh, yeah, we, we know SJ hasn't got the safest of hands at times, but, um, yeah, that definitely kept him away from the ton. Uh, Dufty, Matty Dufty, 90 points, two try assists, two line breaks of his own. Very handy enough, and he's been really the, the catalyst for this 
turnaround of form for the Dragons. So he's looking a very good uh, shout every single week. If you've got him in draft, I guess, well done. But, uh, yeah, probably too many other options at fullback uh, to keep him in. Cam McKenna's bounced back after a couple of quiet weeks, 83 points, including 61 tackles. So that's his biggest tackling return since round one when he was playing hooker at full time. So shifting him away to the edge had sort of hurt his base over the last couple of weeks. Uh, was still running it and making up for it a little bit in those sort of runs, but uh, yeah, definitely needed those tackles in this game. Got away, put an offload on, I forget who it was, someone run, ran through the line. or It looked like they were held back, but uh, last-ditch sort of tackle, which you sometimes see them take those line breaks or line break assist in this case from McInnes off them, but uh, they've given it to him, so it's definitely inflated his score a little here. Um, but yeah, 83, definitely bouncing back, like Torhu as well. They were looking on the outer, but uh, thankfully have held on for another week at least while Maddo's been down. Uh, something good here for the, the cheapies that we've held on to since the start of the year. Uh, Toby Rudolph, 65, in around about an hour of game time. So the last couple of weeks has really uh, turned in a couple of great performances. Was looking on the bubble for a trade-out option. Hasn't had a massive break even at all throughout the year, but has always just been you know one or two weeks down weeks away from being a must trade out but in this case he's just yeah he's, he's a machine when he's been out there especially this game he was just popping up everywhere putting on tackles putting on uh, big runs uh, great stuff from him pretty much all in base fantastic return from him Fui Terrell Fui Maono he's uh, if you've still got him yeah it's probably out of uh yeah, just inconvenience more than anything because he's uh, yeah a horrible AE nightmare. But he's been given a, a starting spot again this week with Tarek out. 59 points from him, including the uh, well an opening try with the ball stripped out over the line. Terrell was there to, to dot down, so helped him along there. Without it, he might have been struggling. But uh, 59, you'll take that if you've still got him. And Will Kennedy getting the runs while... Uh, Matty Moylan's out injured as well as Josh Dugan. So 58 from him, including a try. Uh, great stuff, great cash rises for those three guys. Fantastic to not have these headaches going forward. Some of the bad, no one really, I guess. Uh, Sione Katoa scored 54 with a try. Again, that right edge just looks lethal when the Sharks are on. They didn't go to it, go to the well too many times during the game, but uh, when they did, Katoa was the beneficiary with a try there. Only 54 though, so not what could have been. And Ewan Aitken has been firming a little bit over the last month or so did score 54 uh, with about 50 in base and power so tackles and runs and some of the tackle busts so I mean not a huge score but 54 uh, yeah probably not ideal I shouldn't have put him in the bad so uh, that's a handy return for a guy that didn't score a try Alrighty, it's getting to Saturday's final game Raiders getting the job done over the Rabbitohs 18 to 12 something good here second rower Joe Tarpane, 80, and Cam Murray, 83. tarpane has got to be so annoying and frustrating to owners because he's been benched the last three or four weeks and has come on and then not killed it, but, uh, well, in this game he did, but just, yeah, looking like Tarpane of old, uh, busting tackles, offloading, all that sort of jazz. 55 minutes for him, only 55 minutes. But, uh, yeah, again off the bench, but huge output when he was there, 80 points. Um, if you've still got him and you're, you're risking that bench spot, uh, every week, if you're playing him, you're getting rewarded for now. Cam Murray, 83. Let's talk a bit about him. He, yeah, 67 minutes, which is very handy. A lot up of, he was sitting around 55 to 60, I think, last year when he was playing lock. Um, yeah, it wasn't conducive to massive scores from him. But he's now getting these sort of games up near that 70-minute mark. I don't think he's breached it yet, but uh, getting closer and closer. And this game is his biggest for a while. Had a break-even of 74 coming into it, so won't move much. But his run over the coming month is Dragons, Broncos, Cowboys, Manly. 
So not a tough run. Dragons obviously are a little better than they were at the start of the year, but uh, a couple of those games there, you'd imagine a guy like Cam Murray could be a pretty big beneficiary. So interesting one to watch there now that his price is sort of stalled. Uh, three of his last four above 73 points as well. So definitely in a decent vein of form. Interested to see if people are talking about him now. And, uh, yeah, all virtually at base with a couple of offloads there. So still waiting for a big attacking stat to take him into that ton mark, but it could be coming shortly. Josh Papali, good again, 63 without a try. Uh, so it's first non-try game for a couple of weeks. Uh, not too bad. You'll, you'll cop that. Uh, you know he's got the big upside, but uh, occasionally when he doesn't score, he doesn't go too large. In this case, he didn't, but uh, 63 you'll take. And Corey Allen, our hero from 2019. I think he made us about two grand in cash all 20 games he played last year. 60 points. Well done, Corey. Set up a try. Didn't score one, but uh, 60 points. Jeez, that would have been nice last year. Some of the bad here. Damien Cook, uh, yeah, almost well, Kempson did double his score. 52 points. Uh, all of them pretty much tackles in just the three runs. Uh, had a break even of 20 heading into this game. Price tag of 700. Uh, if he strings a couple of these games together, his price will free fall soon enough. But um, yeah, as we talked about, that run for the Rabbitohs is pretty good. So you sort of will cop a, a bad game if it means that uh, he's got the upside down the track. So I'm still keeping an eye on him uh, with Appy out for uh, about a month or so. So yeah, might uh, still reckon he could be a better shout over Cam if uh, Cam Smith's gets a rest or two going forward. But, uh, yeah, not a, a great return for Cook here. George Williams, 29, couldn't get much going on the on the night. Uh, unfortunately, he's been very, very solid. Uh, nothing much to say against him, but uh, might be time to upgrade if you've still got him in your side. Nick Kotrick, 41 with a try. Uh, yeah, it was crowing when he did because I was called out on the uh, Wednesday pod by Wen, and apparently I talk about this guy every week. But, uh, yeah, one I'm keeping my eye on because he's got a, the Raiders have got a handy run coming up as well. So if he uh, kicks into gear, which he hasn't really done this year, he could be worth a shout. But, uh, yeah, 41 with a try doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. Let's get to the last couple of games from today, Sunday's games. Knights going down to the Dogs. Shock result here. Finally, one of the underdogs gets up. Um, yeah, very tough one for the Knights. Lost their two hookers in the first half. Um, couldn't get much going on the game day. It was rainy. It was wet. Uh, once they got behind, it was a, a tough slog to claw back, and they couldn't get it done. Some of the good here for Supercoach, Dave Clement, 83 points in 80 minutes. So I think it's his first 80-minute game in a long, long time. So obviously had to put in a bit of extra work this week, given those outs and given those injuries. So... 83, you're taken from Big Clem. Got about three offloads, so hopefully this is the week he finally upgrades. Uh, been waiting all year since I've brought him in for these uh, elusive upgrades. When I didn't have him, he was getting 10 or 15 points uh, from the scorers, but uh, not happening so far. Hopefully he does here. Uh, we spoke about him at the top of the pod. Aiden Tom, 111. Try time for him. How good to see these big men. Uh, going large. Good on Aiden. Kurt Mann switched to hooker in the first half when those two went off. 79 points and again looked pretty dangerous running the ball. He's been a, a bit of a weapon at 5'8", uh, stealing a lot of points off of Caelan Ponga. Definitely looks the sharp edge to Mitch Pierce's side. So Kurt Mann, hopefully they keep him there from, I guess, a, a Knights perspective if they can fill that hooking role with a, one of the young guns because, yeah, he looks Pretty dangerous and a definite hold if you've got him and, yeah, possible buy-in. We'll uh, keep our eye on him, available at centre wing, which would uh, be nice to bank those sort of points if he is moved to hooker going forward. But even without, he's been very handy so far this year. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Mitch Barnett, a rare game from him. Only had the four games all year, 78 points, very busy when he was out there. KP, Callum Ponga, 65, without a try assist or a try. So uh, looked very dangerous 
throughout the game, uh, broke the line at one stage, could have broken it a couple of other times, a few busts in there with some jinking runs that he gets through. Um, yeah, you, you're going to take that. It wasn't quite the massive score we'd hoped. A lot of people bringing him back in after turfing him over the last couple of weeks. If you trade it down from Gutho, basically got the same score this week. Uh, but, yeah, Honga, his price will keep rising. I think the... the when you, yeah, I think his score or I think his price tag might be pretty much leveled out now after a couple of down weeks. So hopefully he's back on the rise. Brabham Best, 52 points, uh, seven tackle busts, but one huge run out of his own end. Um, yeah, had, Knights had nothing going at the time and all of a sudden Best has just burst through. Uh, nearly got to the try line, but pulled down by Nick Meany in a decent tackling effort. But uh, yeah, Best without a try, 52 points from your centre, you will take that. Jake Averillo, 57, including a try. If you've held onto him as a cheapie and maybe even played him, a lot of people did this week, including Wennon, bust. Uh, 57, including a try. Could have had another of his own as well. Cohen Hested over the line. Uh, just had to put the ball down off a grubber. Unfortunately, slipped out of the hands. I think that's two or three I've seen this weekend. It's, uh, yeah, not a good look. Uh, Nick Meany kicked the first goal as well, and then Averillo took over. So I'm not sure what the go was there, but Averillo kept the kicking duties after... Uh, Nick Meany nailed the first one. So no idea what was going on there, whether Meany picked up a niggle, but uh, great news for Avarillo owners if that's the case going forward and he's uh, kicking goals. But, um, yeah, good little result for the dogs there. No one really in the bad basket here. So let's move to the final game of the round. Titans just going down to the Panthers 14-22. Another tight one that we didn't expect here. Afternoon game on the Gold Coast. The first half was sunny. The second half was not uh, the Panthers just got away with it in the end. Isaiah Yo, 88 with a try. Another one I could have put in big boy season up the top. Uh, fantastic result for him. First try of the year. Didn't the boys love it as well? Uh, great to see him bounce back with a big score there. Played them, I think, almost 80 minutes. So good stuff from Yo. Mansour, 65 with the first try. Uh, could have been a lot more, obviously. It just looked like the Panthers were going to run away with this one, but uh, credit to the Titans. They got an intercept try to Fogarty, ran the length, and that sort of brought them back in, shocked the Panthers a little bit because I don't think they would have held on too much longer if he didn't manage that. Uh, so Mansell, 65, good score, but could have been a lot more. Same with Stephen Crichton, uh, 55 with a very easy try in that first half as well. Great pod pickup if you've got him. Uh, had a couple of good weeks this last week against the, the Cows and now the Titans. Um, again, could have been more, but, um, yeah, you're not complaining too much about that. And finally, in the goods, Jai Arrow, that horrible haircut, but uh, 59 points from him. If he gets updated to 60, it would be his first score at that range since round six. So good to see Jai. He's still floating around uh, in the news more for his haircut than his footballing abilities at this stage, but uh, well done to him. And the bad. Um, sorry, I'll mention one more good. Jerome Luai, two tries, is 61 points. I played both him and Cleary. Uh, yeah, Luai looked the better of the two in that first half, quietened a little bit in the second. But speaking of Cleary, he's in the only one in the bad here. Or I've got, sorry, I've got two in the, the bad here. Cleary, 50. Uh, got awarded a possibly a contentious try assist. Did throw a long ball out, and then I think it was Brent Naden got a quick little pass away to uh, the winger there, uh, Malachi Watene Zelezniak, on his return to score. But uh, sometimes you see him go to that centre. Uh, a lot of the time, though, you do see it go the halves way. So hopefully Cleary hangs on to that one. But, uh, yeah, five errors and a penalty during this game. So definitely didn't do himself any favours here. Uh, I was talking himself up, calling him uh, – had some nickname for himself. I'll try to find it. During the week there after dominating Cohen Hess, um, embarrassing for Hess last week. Yeah, but I think he was calling himself – 
the Dominator, the Hitman, the Hitman, Nathan Cleary. Uh, a bit flog-like, but uh, for Supercoach anyway, I'll take it. And JFH, got him in the bad here, could upgrade, 51 in 55 minutes. Um, another pod front row forward pickup, but, um, yeah, didn't get the try. So it's your uh, prop row or front row forward brothers that are scoring tries and go on the tons. So JFH needs to get one of his own next week. That brings us to the end of the pod. I've down a beer. It's been a good one. Supercoach was okay, but I lost to Wenon uh, of all players. So, anyway, we'll bounce back onwards and upwards. It's going to be round 12, over halfway through the year. Uh, footy is getting pretty good. Some of the, the results are getting close. So we'll see. May not be, uh, yeah, too far away for that elusive Cowboys win. And Broncos, maybe you'll bounce back this week. Who knows? We'll be back to talk all things round 12, Teamless Tuesday trades this week. See you then. Yeehaw. songs at the same time, but uh, enjoy this outro.